So, um, hello everybody. We are here to follow up on our second webinar on the innovation partnership, which was held on the 1st of December and which concerned the uh, preparation of a project of innovation partnership, preliminary market consultation, project management. Uh, I'm here with one of our very distinguished speaker, Rudolf Pecker from Austria. Uh, maybe, Rudolf, you could introduce yourself. Yes, thank, thank you, Ivo. Um, my name is Rudolf Pecker. I am uh, a partner and attorney with Helena Brachfeld and Partners Attorneys uh, at Law in uh, Vienna. Um, I'm one of the co-heads of the Public Procurement Department. Uh, yeah. Thanks a lot for your availability to be with us again and to take up these uh, supplementary questions, which were remained uh, unanswered after the webinar. They touch upon uh, interesting uh, topics and we count on your uh, uh, clarity as shown during the webinar. So what could be the best advice for the duration of market consultation for understanding the ability of the market to create new technology. Well, um, if, if my understanding of the question is correct, it pertains to how public buyers can make sure that by means of a uh, market consultation, um, the market will be able to develop the solution at all. And, um, the market consultation can be a, an essential instrument, of course, to, to pr prepare uh, the procurement. And it gives um, a public buyer a better understanding, of course, of the market. And, and any public buyer, I'm sure, will be able to even more give more detail to their specification of needs. Um, but it depends on, uh, also, of course, the, the scope and uh, the goal of the procurement and the, uh, the market consultation itself um, and how it is structured if a public buyer gains the information that is necessary to, to be able to understand it, the market will be able to, to develop the technology that is uh, to be developed. Um, and uh, if there is some uncertainty, um, we usually would advise to involve bidders and market participants to further discuss the needs and and to establish if there is, uh, if there is the, the if there are any limitations uh, to the proposed development of the technology. All right, many thanks. Um, how would you how do you appreciate the requirements of Article Thirty One of the Directive on Public Procurement, which states that the estimated value of the supplier services or works shall not be disproportionate in relation to the investment required for their development. Yeah. Um, well, it means that the, the, um, the estimated value to developed goods at the end of the innovation partnership may not be disproportionate uh, to the development costs during the development phase. Um, to, to give you an example, if if the development costs um, are very low, then uh, it um, may not be permissible to uh, purchase a high volume of the innovation at the end of the, of the partnership. Example, if you have um, development costs at around uh, well, 10, 10 to 20,000 euros 
um, in our opinion, it would not be um, permissible or would be disproportionate if you would try to purchase um, an innovation that is worth uh, two to three million euros. So that that is uh, the uh, those are the, the the things to be to keep in mind um, and, and and to try to. Um, uh, to work out um, during the preparation phase of, of the innovation partnership. Mm -hmm. How do you set uh, the minimum requirements in a way that they strike a good balance between flexibility and control of the execution process? This also, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> is um, entirely dependent on uh, what the scope of uh, the, the procurement is and, and the needs of the public buyer. Um, what the, the, the important um, things to keep in mind as a public buyer from a legal perspective is that the minimum requirements, of course, may not be changed during the, the procurement phase and they are not subject to negotiation. Um, I think it is um, usually, therefore, it, it is advisable to, to keep the, the minimum requirements to the necessary minimum, which means, of course, as you already said in your, in your question, it is uh, important to, to, for the public buyer to, to uh, establish a basic quality for the development, but however, keep, keep the flexibility necessary. Um, the way to do it um, is, well, again, uh, preparation and uh, talking to, to market participants or in, in the way of market consultation to be able to make sure that uh, you're not uh, stipulating any minimum requirements that the market cannot handle. Um, but to, to um, ensure the quality of the development, I think there are also other means uh, like uh, setting adequate um, intermediate goals, for example, and then um, an effective project management to, to handle the quality side of it. We would advise to, to, to ensure that there is more flexibility on uh, the, the bidder's side by, by keeping the minimum requirements to the necessary minimum. All right. In your opinion, what are the tricky contractual clauses in an innovation partnership and how do you draft them? Um, I think the, 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 on the trickier side are the clauses with regard to performance levels and uh, cost ceiling and maximum costs. Um, also, from a legal perspective, it is very important that there is enough flexibility for the public buyer um, because if uh, the criteria of, of maximum costs uh, and the performance levels are uh, not complied with at the end of the development phase, uh, public buyer would not be uh, allowed to uh, subsequently purchase uh, the, the developed goods and services uh, directly, but would have to conduct uh, another uh, separate uh, procurement. Um, and to create the, the flexibility, uh, especially with uh, regard to the maximum costs, 
um, we would strongly advise not to to um, set a fixed amount in the contract, but to to um, go with um, adjustment clauses, for example, to to set clear um, ways to establish and calculate the cost ceilings, for example. Um, how, how would we draft them? This is a case by case basis. We, there, there are no um, there are no um, uh, examples that would uh, give an, um, a perfect overview over, over the most um, requirements in an innovation partnership. Um, I think this will have to be established uh, in every case uh, by every public buyer. All right. So I think this is a very good advice, which is based on the experience of uh, Rudolf in a very interesting case of innovation partnership. And it's also valuable for the buyers. Um, this is it for this uh, uh, podcast or uh, video. So thanks again uh, to Rudolf for uh, his availability. And thanks uh, to all of you for uh, listening or viewing uh, this um, clarification.